This is your girl, Nisi D, and you are now tuned in to Faithful In It Podcast, where we will go through the journey of living life faithful in it and watch God build us through our faith. You gotta Let's go. be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it. You gotta be Hey family, welcome to another episode of Faithful In It Podcast. (laughs) All right, all right, let me stop playing, but welcome everyone. Welcome to my new listeners or returning listeners. Thank you for listening and welcome to uh, our Faithful In It space where we keep it real as we go on our faith journey together. I hope you all are having a good week and you already know what time it is. If you are not having a good week, there is still time for it to turn around and I hope that something good happens for you. I hope that something that you're waiting on is released for you this week or if there's something troubling you, I hope that you get relieved with an overload of peace. I just want to release peace over you. All right. So uh, these past couple of weeks have been like really up and down for me. I feel like I have literally been on a balance beam, I think is what you call those things. That thing that you try to like um, balance to make it stable and just be on one side. But um I have just been up and down spiritually. I've been on a spiritual high. I've been on a spiritual low. I've been high on a spiritual high again, and then a spiritual low, and then a low again, and then a high again, and then a high again. Um, But ultimately, um, I think the unbalancedness is pretty much over with because there's just been so much that have been going on and God has really been speaking to me in a magnificent way um since Sunday since since last week Sunday since last week Sunday God has really been um well I God well I guess I have been so I've been seeking God like, you know, like I, I need him, you know, like I really, really need him because I really, really do need him. So I've been just chasing him down and I've been making it, um, I've been making it a priority to make sure and ensure that I am being intentional or I am actually making time for him. I'm talking to him like throughout my day, every day. And uh, it's been great because there's just been so many different revelations, so many different reflections, so many different things that God has been saying that I needed. I needed. I really needed it. Like, you guys have no idea. Only me and God know. But I am super grateful. So um I wanted to, so I don't really have a faith highlight, but I do have a faith highlight. I don't know. A part of what God has been showing me 
I kind of want to highlight as my faith highlight without going into so many details, but um, God basically did multiple things to kind of show me something. I went home to Miami last weekend and I stayed in Miami uh, for a couple of days, but when I went home, I actually stayed at a hotel. Uh, shout out to my brother-in-law that hooked me up with the room for the low and um basically i had to pay for the room at a discounted rate but also i had to pay for parking so when i went to check out of the room uh, they told me everything was paid for and i'm like wait you know i have to pay for um parking but it was basically like some issue, some confusion, because it kind of was like they were trying to double charge me. But then I'm like, wait, no, if you charge my card and you already charge the other card, then you're, then I'm paying twice. And then I have a receipt that doesn't show that anything was paid. So I want to make sure that, you know, I'm not getting double paid or whatever, or I'm not getting double billed. So we cleared it up, but at the same time with them clearing it up, I told the girl that I needed to pay for parking. And she was like, oh, you had parking too? Um, You did ourself park? And I was like, yeah. So at the end of the day, when she cleared up all of the confusion and everything like that, I didn't have to pay for the parking. That bill was paid in full. It was, I did not have to pay for it. So Coming back home, while I was in Miami, my light came on that I needed to service my car. I get an oil change, get a tire rotation, you know, those stuff. So I'm like, okay. So I come back home and then I schedule an appointment at the dealership to get my car serviced. I go to the dealership and I'm ready to pay. And then the lady's like, oh, I love I love customers like you. It's so easy for me and it's easy for you. You don't have to pay anything. Let me just get you your receipt. And I'm just like, what? I don't have to pay anything? Okay. And then I had um, my uh, my friends wanted me to do a photo shoot for them or whatever. One of my, um, my good friend who actually um, has a photography and videography business, um, he wanted uh, a shoot. He wanted a shoot. He wanted me to do a shoot for him and his wife, which I definitely politely accepted to uh, to do it for them. We went to the beach to do the shoot or whatever. Now I had to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, but that's neither here nor there. But um, I enjoyed the shoot. It was very fun. I loved being a part of uh, their journey. And um, it was amazing. So after we were done with the shoot, um, <laughs> my friend wanted some some Krispy Kreme. And I'm just like, okay, let's go to Krispy Kreme. We go to Krispy Kreme. I'm like, I want a donut or two or whatever. So um, and I pick my donut and then she's like, oh, you're not paying for it. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to pay for it. And then she's like, no, you're not paying for it. Now we have made plans to go to breakfast. So we're going to have breakfast and we stopped at Krispy Kreme first. And then I'm like, okay, well I'm paying for my food when we have breakfast at first watch. And she's like, no, you're not paying for that either. What do you mean? You're not paying for it. So I'm just like, okay, now all of this is within a period of like three or four days. I have all of these multiple things where I should be paying 
something, but God is basically like, nope, you're not going to pay for this. You're not going to pay for that. You're not going to pay for this and you are not going to pay for that. Now, I am super, super grateful for the fact that God has put me on that this journey of paid in full and this journey of exposing him making a way and provision being made. And I am just like, okay, God, I see you. I see there's now there's more, but um, I'm just sharing that to create some face space for someone. Now I have been, these past couple of months have been like really difficult for me financially, but they have not been impossible. And I am super grateful for that. Um, last month was a little challenging, but here we are in August. We made it to August. And for those of you that know, remember I have this garnishment that's going on. So with this garnishment, um, I have money that's being, you know, ripped from me <laughs> against my will. <laughs> And uh, I could use it, you know, I need my money, but you know, it is what it is. As I said before, I take full responsibility, you know, the garnishment, I owe the money. All right, I'm not gonna go back and, um, you know, blame my ex or anything like that. But um, yeah, I'll be done with it next month though. I'm so excited, yay! I cannot wait because listen, it's not cute. It is not cute, all right? It is not cute. My money being tied up and being taken from me, stripped from me like that, it's not cute. But at the same time, it's been being stripped from me since April, but God has been providing. Um, April, May, June, July, here we are in August. Ugh, and I just cannot wait for it to be over. It will be over in September. God, you are good. Thank you, Lord. Now, I'm going to share something that I did that I'm not proud of, but I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, it ties into this whole garnishment um, thing and what I would like to talk about today. So let's get into our episode. <sighs> all right. So we probably have all heard by now the tragic story um, of the six people who died in the car crash in California because of the woman by the name of Nicole who um, basically was trying to commit suicide and she decided that the best way to do that is to drive her car um, at over 90 miles per hour into ongoing traffic with innocent people. It's, mm, it's very, very sad. So, I mean, six people died. Um, a lady with a pregnant woman. And then she also had her 11-month-old son in the car. And then, of course, there's other people. We don't know if the other people were older or, you know, who they were. But at the end of the day, they were either someone's son, someone's sister, brother, cousin, friend, husband, wife. You know, like people lost their lives or someone's mother, father, grandma, you know. 
It's six people that died, unfortunately, due to someone that was dealing with emotions that are tied to a man. Yes, it's just sad all around. It's very, very sad. And when I read that she tried to commit suicide and, and the, oh my God, at first they were saying that she was driving drunk. So it's been revealed that she was not drunk. So she did that sober. Like, what? Like, I can't even imagine doing something like that sober. But I am very, very, very sad for her. Like, my heart goes out to everyone. The victims, the family, the friends, and even to her. Because I just have a level of grace, I guess, for women that um, find themselves in situations where it's like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, a man allowed you to get that crazy sense? Like, oh, these men will do it to you, though. They will do it to you. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, not going to lie. I just am grateful. I'm super grateful. Like when I seen that, I'm just looking at her story. I'm like, God, I thank you. I thank you. I could not stop thanking God because I can remember, you know, dealing with the heartbreak that I was dealing with and dealing with the emotions. I thank God that my emotions were not bad enough to the point where I was thinking about, I mean, I did think about suicide. I'm going to be 100% honest. That's because the pain was so great that I'm just like, God, I can't take it. Like, I'd rather not be, unalive me, please, <laughs> because I just rather, I just rather not have to deal with these emotions and this pain because it hurts so bad. Like, I just want it to be over. Like, I don't want to live. You know, that was my thought process. But I never thought, man, I don't want to live. Let me just go ahead and, you know, put the pedal to the metal and speed through this traffic and kill myself. But also at the same time, possibly kill other people or put other people's lives in danger. Now, that's the part for me that's just hard to understand, but I understand the pain, but I'm just like, God, I just thank you for keeping my mind and keeping me, giving me a sound mind to where my emotions did not allow me to go there. You know how many women, how many women snap or how many women, their emotions get the best of them and they are in prison right now serving life sentences because of emotions that they had to deal with based off of heartbreak or based off of, you know, just 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 the emotions of a man. Ooh, I mean, there's some men too. Can't leave the men out there, but there's some men that have gone crazy or put themselves into situations that they should have never even been in 
because of a woman. You know, it goes both ways. But my connection is more towards the women because at the end of the day, I'm a woman. I'm a woman and I know, I know exactly how that pain feels. I know exactly how it feels to experience and go through the emotions of heartbreak. And it is not easy. It's not nice. But I just thank God that he did not allow me to be in a situation. When I tell you I have been living in a spirit of gratitude and thanksgivingness because, Lord Jesus, you have kept me. Because, man... These sap suckers will have you out here doing the most. Now, that let me go into what I said earlier that I did that I was not proud of. Now, because of this whole garnishment and I pretty much was in not necessarily a bind, but it's like, all right, I needed some money. <laughs> I needed some money. And against my better judgment, oh, my God against my better judgment and just my sound mind but at the same time y'all give me some grace because I did tell y'all I was on a spiritual high and a low I was at, at the low when I did this but I put my pride aside against my better judgment when I say I put my pride aside is because I do not ask men for money nor do I know how to. It's just not. It's just not in me. I don't like asking people for anything, period, let alone men. But why? 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 Why did I decide to call my ex? Why? Oh, Jesus Christ. I decided to call this sapsucker, this fool, this uh, toxic narcissist of a man that, oh my God, called him. To basically like tell him, hey, look, you ain't never did nothing for me. And I never asked you for anything. But I need something. I need some help. And um, and I told him basically I needed some money. And he told me, oh, okay, no problem. I got you, blah, blah, blah. I'ma, you know, go ahead. I'ma, I'ma send it to you on such and such, on such and such and such date. Whatever the case may be, the day come, still nothing or whatever. And I'm just like, I already knew it. I already knew it. Hit him up one more time. Like, listen, whenever you needed something, you never even had to ask me twice. You mean to tell me that you going to have me call you and ask you again? Like, are you serious? Now, this man has gotten thousands of dollars, Okay. Thousands of dollars from me. Thousands. I can't even count the amount of money that this man has gotten from me because of his times of needs or, you know, like just different things. Like, okay, like, ugh, I hate to say it, but I have, I realized that I was not only a girlfriend, but I was a paymaster. What? Like, how did that happen? Okay, that's neither here nor there. For those that know, you know. For those that don't know, I let it go over your head because it's not something that I should have even said in the first place. But it is what it is. That's the truth. Uh, but that loyalty that I had for him never was there because, and 
And I guess I needed to actually do that so that it could be a reminder. And one thing that I realized too is that we sometimes we fall in love with a person, not based off of who the person actually is, but based off of who we set in our mind that the person is. We basically, you know, like we focus and we hone in on who we see the person as, you know, and we don't see anything else. It's just like when you read a book. Well, I guess you can't compare it, but it's like our minds basically are able to see something um, or imagine something better than what it actually is. Like when you read a book, you read the book and then you're like, oh my gosh, this book is so good. You like it. They decide to turn it into a movie. You go watch the movie and you're like, mm, it was not as good as the book. It's never going to be as good as the book because of the fact that your mind is what actually showed you and imagined all of the different things. And what you see in your mind is always going to look better than what they actually put um, in the movie always. And it's kind of, we kind of do that with people sometimes, especially when it comes to being blinded by love. That's right. We see what we imagine. We see the potential. We see the things that we feel like is going to be, or the things that, you know, either we were seeing and it's not, you're, it's just not there anymore because, you know, the person that went through the 90 days and they just can't, pretend to be that person anymore, you know, and then they start to show you who they really are, but you're still seeing the 90 day person, the executive or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Don't do that, sis. Don't do that. We're not doing that anymore. I thank God that I am. Woo, Jesus. I have come a long way because ain't no man after this man done did me the way that he did me. And he, the, oh, that counterfeit. Ooh. Listen, when I tell you that was a counterfeit special, that I shall never, ever, ever be scammed like that ever again in my life, okay? And that's on God, okay? That's never going to happen to me ever again because when I say what I experienced with this man and what I went through, oh my God, never again will I experience what I experienced with that counterfeit. I am trusting and I am believing God for the man that he has for me. But I thank God for the lessons that I learned through that experience with him and also the additional lessons that I have learned from dating. And it is my dating experience that show me that I will never be scammed again. Them counterfeits will never get a hold of me ever again in life. But I also realized there are a lot of women out there that are being scammed. And I just pray that God will open the eyes open the eyes of the women so that they are not blinded, so that they are not scammed into something that is not God's best. We're being scammed into something that is not God's best for us. And I just pray that God increases the discernment of the woman. God increases 
their strength. So if you are in a situation that you know is not God's best for you, that you know that season for that person is over and has been over years ago, I pray for your strength for you to have the ability to walk away and stand because I remember I was not strong enough. I didn't know my worth. I didn't know my value. And I stayed way longer than I should have stayed. 11 years is a long time. That is a very long time. But I am also grateful for the journey because the journey and the experience has basically created purpose for me to be the voice to help other women to stand, have the strength, and know that you are worth more and that the man that God has for you is definitely in your reach for you to receive him. But in order for you to receive him, God can't send you someone when you already have someone in your view that's blocking your view or you have someone that's taking up your man's space, your godly man's space, your gift. Your gift shall be released to you. But in order for you to receive, you have to In order for you to receive greater, sometimes you have to be able to let go. You have to lose. You lose to gain. You let go to receive something better. So I don't know who I'm talking to. Hopefully I'm talking to the right person. Hopefully. But um, pray that God opens up your eyes and gives you the strength that you need. I pray that God shows you the beauty that you have not only the outer beauty, but the inner beauty. I pray that God shows you you, shows you you. God shows you you, then there's nothing else that needs to be done. Once you know who you are, then the power is in your hand. And I pray that God gives you your power back. Pray that God reveals to you your identity. Well, I'd like to wrap up and say that we have come to the end of our episode. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully this resonated with someone. I pray that it helps the person that it's supposed to reach and that it does actually help you. So let's enjoy the rest of our week. Let's spread joy, spread cheers, spread some love, um, be in prayer for one another and, um, And remember, no matter what it is that you're going through, you have to be faithful in it and allow God to see you through it. I love you guys. You got